today on Sagittarian Matters, fishless fish sticks, garlic bagels with peanut butter, the soy creamer shortage, and more, as I talk and taste vegan food with fan favorite Morgan. Stay tuned. Sagittarian Matters, Sagittarian Matters, what's the Hello from Los Angeles, California. Before we get into our vegan food taste testing extravaganza with friend to the show Morganza Estranja, I want to tell you about a couple of things I have tasted in the past few weeks by myself. Uh, the first one is a little bit of a horror story, so settle in. I was in my home wrapping a pizza in tin foil in order to put it in the freezer as I am wont to do. Do I wish I had a freezer bag? I do. Do I think that anything you can't eat in time you should put in the freezer just in case? I also do. So I was wrapping up this pizza to put in the freezer because it just couldn't get eaten in time. And I saw a crumb on the counter after I was done and I popped that crumb right in my mouth because I thought it was a pizza crumb and I like pizza very much. Imagine my surprise when I realized it was some half-cooked dog meat, meat for the dog, not meat made of the dog, uh, that had been sitting on the counter all morning since Ponyo had breakfast at eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, So it tasted a little freezer burned, it tasted a little turnt, and it tasted quite meaty. It was pretty gross. I spit it out when I realized what was going on in my mouth. And like a dog, I put some peanut butter directly in my mouth to try and cover the rancid taste that was coating my tongue. Uh, you know, if you own one of those former vegans.com call out websites, by the way, that, that, that did exist. If you own that kind of website, you want to put me on there for not being vegan anymore because I put this meat in my mouth. You know, so be it. I had a good 22 and a half year run without eating dog food. But uh, here we are. You know, I'm happy to receive my 24 hour chip today, 24 hours without eating dog food. That's that's my story. As far as Ponyo goes, producer Ponyo is on her third ulcer in uh, as many months. In the past three to four months, third ulcer. Uh, the ulcer keeps jumping eyes. And so we're back on a nine eye drop and pill a day, twice a day regimen. Please pray, do a witch's spell, write her name on a piece of paper, whatever you can do for Ponyo's eyes. She needs the help. She's wearing a cone right now, doesn't care. She's doing the levels. The cone actually amplifies the audio. So if you know the audio is weird this week, that's why. Okay, on to the thing I ate that was delicious. I'm so sorry for that tangent. I was in New York City at the Queers and Comics Conference, and I was hand-delivered a box to myself and producer Ponyo from Tavoni Treats. Tavoni Treats is a queer, trans, and Jewish-owned bakery You can find their delights at Blue Stockings. Okay, in my box were two cookies. One of them was a maple oatmeal cookie, and one was a green tea cookie with jasmine icing. Ponyo had a bite of the maple oatmeal one. She loved it. I agree. That was my favorite one. Now, I have to say, shame on me for not recording this at the time so that you could get, like, my live crunching sounds, you know, masticating noises. But, you know, here we are. I wrote down my notes. And what I do want to tell you is that the maple oatmeal cookie was my favorite because I love a giant, flat, moist oatmeal cookie. And if the moisture in the cookie seems to come from Tahini's best friend, maple syrup, 
then why not? All the better. So that was my fave. And then the green tea cookie was wonderful. It was a little fluffy in the center. It was a it was a pillowy jasmine dream. I really liked that one. I wish that I had either of those things in my kitchen after I ate dog food because they both would have given me a different, distinct, flavor-forward, good, dreamy experience. Alas. So since my trip to New York, I've seen that Tavoni Treats has started making donuts and their own vegan cheese. And so if you live in New York, please take advantage of them either by going to Blue Stockings or going to TavoniTreats.com. And guess what? Everyone else who doesn't live in New York, you can also order their stuff from TavoniTreats.com. They appear to have croissants, bagels, brownies, cookies, cheese, and butter on their website. So if you are a vegan, if you would like to support a queer, trans, Jewish-owned vegan bakery and any of those things sound delightful to you, get some Tavoni treats. That's what I'm here to say. Okay, on with the show. Morgan is a fan favorite and a frequent contributor to Sagittarian Matters. She's a former vegan baker whose current job gives her unfettered access to free, expired, formerly expensive natural foods. Morgan joined me this week with a bundle of treasures to try, including some stuff that we paid good money for, including fish-free fish sticks, raw cookie dough bites, and a kombucha-like beverage that tastes like root beer. We also talked about the state of soy creamer today, because as you may know, there's a terrible shortage going on. Now, please enjoy my talk and my food with friend of the show and fan favorite, Morgan. Morgan, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. What would you like to talk about today on Sagittarian Matters? This incredible sound that you're hearing right now is... What's that the sound of? Oh, it's the sound of meatless and soy-free fishless sticks. There's a lot of negatives in this name. Vegan, made by Kuorn. Corn, <laughs> the company known for putting egg whites in their vegetarian products. Finally, corns that you can eat, Nicole. Corns that I can eat. So uh, I got these fish sticks when I was here less visiting a few fish less sticks Thank when you. I was visiting a few months ago, and I was afraid to try them because I thought they were going to be too fishy, and I didn't know if I was ever prepared. I was prepared, but we waited, and. I think that these little fish sticks, whoa, whoa, the fish is going to my head. I think they're really fishy tasting. They taste like the real stick to me. I disagree respectfully. (laughs) With all due respect, Nicole. The inside was mushy. I don't feel that they used the technology, the cognac cognac technology (laughs) of... of, um, like adding to it so it's flaky like a fish it's like a lot flaky. of like a lot of asian vegetarian fish like products have that konjac root in them and it gives it the flakiness and bounce back of a fish stick this was more mushy on the inside but it did have the nice kind of crispy crunchy mm. sort of bready uh like chicken fingery chicken nuggety crummy it was crispy on the outer outside. outer texture it had like a hard crusty exterior it also didn't have a lot of seaweed involved, so that was it didn't taste fishy to me in that way. And weirdly, it tasted so fishy to me, just like actual fish. But again, 30 years since I've eaten fish. So this does have wheat in it. Oh, I really like these cooking instructions. Cooking instructions. Colon. Simply remove all packaging and cook from frozen as follows. That's all. But for best results, cook in the oven and then some directions. But like, simply 
Simply also don't put the cardboard box in the oven. Oh, simply take off the cardboard box and then simply cook them until they're not frozen. Whoever's writing the copy for this place is not getting paid enough Mm, to care. Cheers to Um, that. So this has wheat in it. It has four grams of protein, which is a little bit disappointing. What is this made of? We got some rice flake. We got a little wheat flour. Heck of microprotein in there. Something called mycoprotein. But, like, if that's a protein and it still ends up with only four grams of protein, like, what are they doing wrong? Oh, my gosh. Mycoprotein trademark is a trademark of Marlow Foods. Oh, my gosh. We got some Googling to do. Product of the UK. Interessante. Okay. These I give a sideways thumb. I did have an idea about these, which is that if you put these on a sandwich, if you made the crispiness of them, you put them on a sandwich with something that tasted tartar sauce-ish to you. Oh, yeah. That I think you could get there fish fish wise now that i'm looking at this the lighting on these products does look very euro to me mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. most definitely yeah uh morgan we tried one more thing oh, which yeah. is good karma plant-based french onion dip maybe french onion you were remarking on the beautiful color scheme oh yeah it is it is beige it is goopy it is gelatinous it's wiggling it jiggles it mm. wiggles wow i just opened it up and the smell is Pretty major. Interesting. Yeah, because it's interesting. It's not so much like onion because as a huge fan of French onion dip as a child, I find this to be not as onion forward in flavor as I would hope. I agree. There's maybe like some kind of tart gel flavor forwardness. You know, maybe it's the tricalcium phosphate. Would a non-vegan ever want to eat this? None that I can think of. Like, you would not give this to somebody as their gateway drug into veganism. You're like, you know what? You're never going to miss it. You're never going to know. You're never going to miss anything. Uh, I am already missing French onion dip, just smelling this. When I was a kid, I learned to cook a few things. None of them were vegan. All of them involved eggs or butter. One was scrambled eggs. A babysitter taught me how to do that. (laughs) And melt a little American cheese on the top Mm. at the end. Then I also knew how I knew how to make egg in a basket, which is a bread with a <laughs> hole in it, also known as toad in the hole, yes. and then an egg. But then I didn't really like eggs, so I was like, well, what if I just deep fried bread and butter? And so I would deep fry bread and butter as my after school snack when I was, was alone. A great snack. And then I also knew how to get a tub of sour cream, open up a packet of French onion soup, <laughs> blend them together for a nice dark brown treat I could dip a chip into. Oh, yeah. This is none of those things. This good karma thing, there's something sour about it, but it's not sour like sour cream necessarily. It's like wannabe sour cream. Like they put vinegar in it, hoping it would... sour! Yeah, hoping it would mimic sour cream. And there's not enough of that kind of dark... Toasty. Beefy onion powder flavor. Yeah, it's really true. You want to like tear open that like either Lipton's or generic Lipton's box. Yeah. Get your packet out, like just whack it all down to the bottom and like whoosh, tear it open with that dusty whiff. Yeah. Like waft of onion coming out at you. I know. There's just, I don't think they used any of whatever that powdery flavor is. I also agree. But wait, wait question. Is there such a thing as French onion dip without the powder? Like, is there an original that's not an instant? Unclear. Hmm. Um, but we did try it. So the, the idea of there being a sandwich that has a lot of our not really well-liked foods we're trying today, <laughs> the sandwich that has the crispy fishless stick, the plant-based Jiggly. French onion dip as a spread, and then we wash it all down with what? With a little pu'er root adaptogenic tea from GT's. It's got reishi. It's got chaga. It's got turkey tail. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. The magic of 
mushrooms. They're really incredible. So this tasting like a root makes it very root beerish, but it's, it's, not grossly sweet. No, it's not grossly sweet, and it's really fizzy. And just for the record, the mushrooms don't taste like anything. But um, you get a nice little tea kind of sweet. Mmm, it smells so good. It smells so rooty. It smells... Okay, what that is lacking in onion smell and flavor, this is... Ooh, sorry. Making up for in rooty root beer flavor and smell. So it's a live adaptogenic tea. And it has a bunch of probiotics in it. Delightful. I think it's like 50,000. 50 billion. 50 billion. I don't even know. It has so many mushrooms. Mm. This can't be bad for you. It's got raw apple cider vinegar. This is... a Pure delight. And I just want you to know, it's made with whole ingredients and 100% pure love. Mm. So says the bottle. I like GTs. I feel like they do good things. I don't really know anything about them, but I do like this beverage. I like that beverage too. And the last thing I want to put on this sandwich on. that we're washing down with that on it? is a nice kettle brand crinkle cut dill pickle potato chip. I think this sandwich sounds so good. You got a crunchy fish. You got a spready dip and you got a crispity crispity thick pickly chip i would add an actual pickle onto this i would even do that too maybe a little lettuce shred or something for good measure if you live in portland you can buy all these things or go to cafe vita they have a fish sandwich Mm. that's a deeply (gasps) breaded fried tofu that they have on a roll with some vegan tartar sauce and pickles Mm. Amongst other things. And it's delightful. It's like the exact same as it has been for decades. Mm-hmm. And their breading, they really, they nailed it. They did nail it. Why, why fix it? It ain't broke. It ain't broke at all. Okay, so what thumb do you give the fishless sticks? Okay, the sticks get like a definite side thumb. What thumb do you well, give? It's a little bit upside. Side up. Side up? Yeah. Uh, good karma plant-based French onion dip? I, I gotta go down. The kettle dill pickle chip? Oh, definite thumbs up. So clear. And GT's Alive Adaptogenic Poo Poo Air Root Tea. My thumbs are up! I love that too. Would I pay for the corn? If I wanted to treat myself, honestly, it might have to have more protein for me to actually pay money for that. (laughs) Because I can get a fake chicken nugget that is exactly the same flavor that has more protein in it. You guys, I think it's fishier than Nicole's letting on. Don't tell her. I just, I know where to get a vegan fish thing. And I just think that they're, they were being very um, conservative with their fish flavoring. Just mm. like Good Karma was being conservative with their French onion dip. Nicole wants more. Nicole wants more. Nicole Look, wants more. Vegans often like things saltier than other people. It is true. I think there's some kind of salt deficiency I we have. This is true. And so we end up, this is, somebody, some people have done some kind of bargain basement Googling about this, mm. but <laughs> I do feel like we don't get enough sodium in our diets. And so we crave more salt. And so if you're going to make a vegan product, consider amping it up a little bit. I mean, yeah, or just like get, get all the other flavors peaked out so you don't need to oversalt to compensate that's mm. my suggestion because everything just mostly tastes like salt and then you're like what is this is just tastes like everything else i eat yeah mm. today's episode is brought to you by shoshana ruth wechter michelle lemoyne mary pinson jill soloway and christy harrod If you would like to support Sagittarian Matters, including producer Chris Sutton, please send $5, $10, $5 million, that's your business, via PayPal to hornetleg at gmail.com. That's hornet like the insect, leg like its appendage at gmail. 
Thank you for your support, and we look forward to saying your name on the podcast. Producer Ponyo looks forward to it, too. Don't be scared. That's just Ponyo's voice. Morgan, what do you have for us today? Okay. Nude. So the world of non-dairy yogurts is strawberry lava. Plant-based yogurt. Okay. This is the thing. No sugar added. Mm. No sugar added, Nicole. It's wildly different. So what's the sweetener? No, there's no sweetener. Almost say what? Yeah. Everything has cassava root in it. How is cassava root better for you than a grain? I don't know. I ask this of you and everyone else. Mm. You don't like it? Mm. Okay, I think it's kind of an acquired taste. It's tangy <laughs> AF. Tart. It's quite tart. I'm curious about it. I had a really expensive coconut yogurt in LA. The explosive one? I can't remember. Um, well, there was one I recommended on the podcast for, but there was a different one that has a flamingo on it that was like $15 or something. And it was tangy in an almost savory way. But this is tangy in a kind of 80s, like when I would try my mom's yogurt. Like, and I was like, ew. Where's the yo play, mom? This is too sour. Okay, I think it's good because everything is so sweet and oversweetened mm-hmm. that to have something that is like just not, it's not sweet and it is very fermenty tasting. It is. Can I add some maple syrup to it? Oh my god, yeah. Okay. Is it pumpkin spice maple syrup? Just wondering. Yes. Um, it says there's prebiotics and 50 billion probiotics. Really? That's like so many of them. How many billions of them are you supposed to so have? Nicole is sweetening the unsweetened yogurt that I was how, so excited about. How, <laughs> how can any of us ever know how many probiotics we're supposed to? Like, Trillions. The number doesn't mean anything to me. Quadrillions. I did learn a thing, what? which is the number on, like, let's say a box of probiotics is the mm-hmm. number that they guarantee to be there at the expiration date. So when you buy it, there's likely even, or acquire it for free, mm. there's likely even more than that. That's just like the minimum that they have to like prove that they have by law. This is even yummier with some maple syrup in it. Pumpkin spice maple syrup and strawberries together at last. It contains peely nut, which I don't know what that is. Sounds Hawaiian. Sounds like a nut. It looks. I think it's a Hawaiian nut. Um, what are Morgan is ripping the? Oh my gosh! They're grown in fertile volcanic soil. Peely contain potent nutrients, wholesome fats, and antioxidants. What doesn't? Our peely are sustainably harvested, sprouted. And organic and fair trade. They got mm. coconut. They got mm. lime. They got plantains. They got cassava. They also have real fruit. Yeah. Heads up. I, mean, I think it's good, don't you? I do think it's good. Um, Nicole's not convinced. Lava. With two Vs, apparently. Strawberry lava. I'm going to say yes. Thumbs up. I'm into it, and I didn't even add maple syrup to mine. I just like it. Maybe okay. a little granola, a little crunch. We're going to try something else. I'm in. That you are excited to try. I'm also so excited about these. Okay. Eat Pastry, which is a vegan cookie dough company, I guess is my understanding, now has in bold font real cookie dough bites in script, plant-based, ready to eat. These are the chocolate chip. They're sweetened with coconut. So it's just like a cookie dough slammer pack for like the road when you're like, I just need to drive, but I need my dough. But this one, okay, oh God, I can't wait. I haven't tried one yet. I'm so excited. Okay, first ingredient. That's the sound of me trying it. Applesauce. Mm -mm. First ingredient, applesauce. Mm -mm. No. Second ingredient, wheat flour. 
Everyone, I just want to tell you, in case you don't know, oh. the ingredients are listed in the order in, in which they are portioned. So whatever's the first ingredient, there's the most of that. This is a really sandy, like gritty, I would never... It tastes like wet flour. Mm-hmm. It tastes like flour wet with applesauce. Wait, Sugar. their actual cookie dough is like kind of good. Why didn't they just sell that? Why do they got to put all these applesauce in it? This is I don't weird. Like, I don't like this. This is like somebody's trying to like somebody with like a, a a problem where they can't just let food be food tried to make this too healthy. It and it's too healthy. It's like a gritty. It's like a gritty kind of like it is just like eating wet flour. It's not like you know, like cookie dough. Something's happened to it. There's alchemy that's Whoa, happened where it doesn't taste good. like having flour. It tastes like a yummy, stiff bunch of sugar and butter and chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or like you're like, I'm eight and I have learned that I could cook myself. And so I went in the kitchen and I got ingredients to make cookies. It's flour and chocolate chips. And then you stir them together and you make them wet because you know it's dough. And then you're like, why doesn't it taste like when we always make it? before wow that is not my favorite Mm -mm. i'm trying the other one Ugh, it's worse this one looks just like a poop this is a brownie what is this fudge brownie Mm -hmm. cookie dough bite the taste is fine the flavor is fine the texture is a problem and the texture gives me i'm triggered (laughs) i'm feeling the texture is almost out of a lara bar this is uh yep it's like it's like having a Lara bar that's supposed to be a, a brownie, and then you're like, "Fuck you! This isn't a brownie. This is a Lara Why bar." Why didn't they just leave well enough alone? I feel so heartbroken. I feel betrayed. Oh man. Well, uh, it, this is not crushing my craving. Hashtag crush your craving. Okay, I have to say the the brownie mm. one I like more than the chocolate chip one. Yeah, there's more to mask it. Cocoa powder covers everything. Dang it! Ah, if you me out. if all that was. If we were on a road trip and this was the only thing left in the bottom of the food bag. Oh, I need it. And I needed a sweet treat in the middle of the night. Okay. I've eaten way worse. It also is like, you know, when you're also making things and you're like, ooh, bread. We're making bread. And then you're like, I'm going to taste it a little bit before it's done. I'm just going to eat dough. And then you eat the dough and you're like, this is not good. This is not like bread. Like, that's how I feel about this. This is not good. This is not like a cookie. Okay, so this is a thumbs down from Ooh. us on Eat Pastry so Real sad. Cookie Dough Bites. But they do sell tubs of their cookie dough. They're which is fine. I, they look normal. They taste good. I think I've even eaten the cookies and I think they taste good. This is like they like caught wind of what Hail Mary was doing. And we're like, oh we'll God. get in on that. <laughs> we got some coconuts laying around. Yeah, you know, we got a surplus of applesauce. For your money, the best thing that you can get that's in the refrigerated coconut situation is Hail Mary chocolate chip macaroon bites. Mm. They're little tiny pucks that are like a coconut sweetened coconutty macaroon with chocolate chips. I tried them the first time stoned on a pot cookie and it was the best thing I'd ever put in my mouth. They're definitely one of those things you look at them and you're like, that's not going to taste good. And then you're like, oh my God, these are way good. Hail Mary consistently makes delicious things, including I recently got, they repackaged their little tiny lemon pies into a two pack. Mm. You can get a two pack for pretty cheap. Mm. And it's, they make... A little tiny, I know we were just dissing coconut oil, but they make a little tiny crust <laughs> out of like coconut oil and coconut and nuts. It's like the raw kind of crust. And then the inside is such a tangy, delicious mm. lemon. Mm. Anything they have that's lemon flavored, I really recommend, even if that feels counterintuitive. 
Mm-hmm. Also, their almond butter mini pies are so good. They're like $4, but you're not going to be sorry you had that in your mouth. Oh, my God. $1.79. I do feel a little bit sorry. Oh, I wish I really loved this. I wanted to love it. All right. So eat pastry, cookie dough bites, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. But lava. Lava. You know what? They have cute packaging. The cookie packaging was cute. But I do like the lava. And it comes in... um. Some other flavors, and I think I've had more than one flavor, mm-hmm. full disclosure, and I did enjoy. Thanks, Morgan. If you have an advice question for Sagittarian Matters, call or text our advice hotline, 971-361-9998. Leave a message. We might answer your question on the air, and we promise not to answer the phone. That is a Sagittarian promise that you can take all the way to the bank. Are you in the movie Get Out? Morgan, you're in the sunken place. Welcome back to Sagittarian Matters. <laughs> I'm going to have to stab my way out of this place. You didn't need to say it was a teacup. They could tell. <laughs> it was incredibly obvious reference right there. Uh, welcome back to Sagittarian Matters. We are trying some beverages today. One beverage, one liquid. Well, maple syrup counts as a beverage in my world. One semi-solid. Ooh. Okay, the first thing we're trying... Two solids. Khalifa, Khalifia cold brew coffee, but we need to talk for a second about the soy milk shortage. There's like a super crisis going on, and I'm not sure what it is. It has to do with the trade war. Is it terrorists? It's the trade war. God damn it! Now, this is per uh, manager at Trader Joe's, so take it as you will. You know, this is not like an ambassador to China or something, but... Somebody from Trader Joe's said there's some kind of soybean shortage that has something to do with our terrible president. God damn this it. is what he said. And so soybeans are rationed in some way. And thus, Wildwood, who made the best soy creamer that we like, mm. that's also repackaged for Trader Joe's, has been rationing their soy milk. And so sometimes if you go to some Trader Joe's at the crack of dawn in the morning, you can do like a Black Friday style rush for the refrigerated section. Get the few the few cars Buy all you can. And then be on your merry way. But I, it's hard for me to do that. So I have sometimes, bo- scraping the bottom of the barrel, done the silk creamer, which I feel is too sweet. And also, silk is owned by a dairy company And, now. like, maybe they got some other questionable stuff going on. There's a lot of questionable stuff going on with silk. I don't choose to support them usually. They, But so I want to know how you feel about that. Then I want to tell you what my alternative is to that. Can't wait. How do you – what's your – Creamer sitch. Okay, mine. It's become a really deep dive into all of the alternative milk, milk, milks, um, milks and milks, 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 milks. Um, I've been doing silk. It's fineish. It's fineish. But then even that's been running out. So like now it's like, oh my god, what else are we gonna drink? Tried the oat. It's not doing that good. I actually haven't told you, Nicole. I've been making my own. It hasn't been a total success just yet. You need some kind of fermentation moment. Well, I tried soaking for an extended ferment, sunflower seeds. Mm. Join me on this journey, people. Sunflower seeds and did a sunflower seed coconut combo. It's kind of good. Okay. It's pretty seedy. It does taste like, you know, the taste of a hippie. Yeah. And, um, but then I was like, because why do we get so weirdly hellbent on certain nuts? There's tons of beautiful seeds with all kinds of omegas just waiting for us to eat them. Mm-hmm. And they're inexpensive and accessible. Also, let's diversify. Okay. 
our proteins. So next in line is going to be a combo pack of some other stuff. Also, coconut, I'd rather not. It comes from really far away. We already over-rely on it. Far away. And I just have to say, like, ethically, as somebody that's opposed to palm oil, I don't think that coconuts are doing much better for the environment or rainforests or animals that live in places where coconuts grow. Yeah. I don't think that there's a bunch of animals that normally live near that that are giving me the thumbs up yeah. on a ton of coconut products. And likely also people as well. Let's yeah. be real. Let's be let's bring people into this. <laughs> have you heard of people, you guys? Yeah. Um so um have tried some oat at home, milks, milks. They've been a medium success. Don't soak your oats, they get weird. Okay, so I was in New York City for a conference at the same time as Califia had uh, oat milk day, which is, you know, one of those bananas things that you see on Instagram that's like, go into whatever coffee shop is like a major, not a small coffee shop and get free oat drinks for the whole day. I went to two different Gregory's coffees. <laughs> I got a lot of oat milk and I drank it the whole week and I was hooked. I was like, okay, they did the thing that Oatly did too. So good. The thing about Oatly is it's a, it's an oat milk. It's very delicious. They use a special fermentation project that makes it process that makes it thicker than anything else, but there's a shortage. So it's, you can never guess when it's going to be in the store or whether or not you're going to get chocolate or regular or both. Yeah, what is this? These shortages. But at the same time, Morgan, mm-hmm. around Los Angeles, Oatly has invested in a major campaign to be have billboards on the buses, on the, all the benches. So but they don't have any product? There's Oatly posters everywhere in Los Angeles, but it's Ugh. like a tease. You can't get Oatly anywhere. So... Califia is my alternative to Oatly, and I actually have been buying the Califia Barista Blend, which is like four fifty a carton, which is a lot. But hear me out: if you're just using it as creamer, it lasts a long time. And it, to me, I like it because I don't like the sweetness of silk in my coffee. This, who knew that this would spiral so deeply into our non-dairy coffee worlds? But like, wow! Also, four fifty for a quart is like a small investment. That's an investment. Small? Yeah. I mean, it's an investment. It is an investment, but you know what? I would pay that. They know that. They've got you trapped. I know. And I, I mean, I know oats are notoriously expensive. Just kidding. Ding. Anyway, so that's what I've been forced to do. But speaking mm. of Califia, we're here to try a Califia cold brew coffee. It is a concentrate, 2.5x concentrate vanilla <laughs> Tolteca. Califia, I appreciate them, but I have to say some of their like prepackaged cold brew things have minimal caffeine. So what is the point? Really? This one says it's so strong. Well, this is... They have a little meter that says mild to strong, and it says a strong... It has... Strong... Is I... Yeah. Okay, oh, we so got roast info. There's so much info sc- jammed in here. What is this, Dr. Bronner's? Scandinavian-style city roast. Mm. All one. Tasting notes. Brown sugar... <laughs> Thank you. Brown sugar, citrus, and vanilla. Okay, those tasting notes are actually because it has brown sugar, citrus, and vanilla in it. So, <laughs> tasting notes. You're going to taste coffee in this coffee right tasting now? Tasting notes, the ingredients include sugar and cinnamon and natural flavors. So oh any of the God. tasting notes you're detecting as an expert in flavor? <laughs> added ingredients. Personalized to energize, it says. Do you just want to take a little sip oh, straight I'm, from the... I'm hitting this bottle. Hit the bottle. I taste um, cinnamon, vanilla, and citrus. Do you taste citrus? <laughs> I do! Not joking. It smells really good. It tastes okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Citrus. Oh, it's so sweet. It is so sweet. It's so sweet. I don't need them to do that for me. 
Well, too late. They've already done. It does have a gram of protein. There's a gram of protein. <laughs> that's probably more than has more protein than hummus. <laughs> more than this plant-based dip. Okay, so this is fine, but it's too sweet for me. I would not buy this again unless I bought one that was a little more plain. I think. Yeah, it's. I don't know what they're doing. You know what? I would drink this. You would. If I, I got guess. this for free or if it was at a major sale, I would buy it. But if it was like $12 for that bottle, I would choose something it's more. It's probably like $12 a bottle. I would choose something more plain. Oh, my God. And then your million-dollar oat milk to top it off. This is like a $1,000 beverage right here. If I had this right now with a very bland milk, mm. a very bland, thick milk, I might be singing a different tune. But I'm drinking it with some some silk creamer. So. Bland, thick milk. Now you know what Nicole wants. The market. <laughs> Respond as you will. <laughs> <laughs> but right now it's like I'm having a frappuccino in my face. Ooh, delights. Okay. Where's our whip crime? Okay, we have another thing that's sweet on purpose, but there's something wrong with it. <laughs> you want to dip to cl- disclose what's happening? Seasonally offensive. This is... Pumpkin spice infused maple syrup in steam crafted in Vermont by the Maple Guild. So this is actual it's organic maple syrup. I'm going to undo it, so don't drop it. I'm going to spill this all over the couch. I don't know what grade it is, but... B for better. I'm smelling it. I it's hard to say because the grade actually, like, the lower the grade, like, grade More D was the best. It it's so but good. But then I think they flipped it at some point because consumers no! didn't understand... They're like, I don't want that gross D. I'm like, I want grade A. Okay, literally it says organic, steam-crafted, that's a registered trademark, Vermont maple syrup. That's half of the ingredients list is just those six words to describe one ingredient. Organic cinnamon, organic nutmeg, organic ginger. This sounds like a delight. Okay, here's a spoon. Okay. Let's take your medicine. Take my medicine, Take your happens. Take your tonic. Mmm. Okay. Okay, pour this in my spoon. Mm-hmm. So, whoa. Mm-hmm. This is good. It is good. It's yummy. Mm. Here's my issue. Tell me. I don't like to buy a flavored thing that's not normally flavored Ooh, yeah. because then it's not good for all seasons. But you know what? Like, I like to use maple syrup sometimes with something that's savory or something that's sweet. This would be so good on... Like a sweet potato-y thing or a roasted carroty thing, even though I don't like them that sweet. But also, like, literally in an apple pie. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin mm-hmm. spice is such a misnomer. It I'm, is. I'm, I'm working on a rebrand, apple spice. This is a... Oh. Oh, oh. twist. Oh. Twist, Apple Guild. Okay, a long time ago, it was an option to buy either a DVD player or a combination TV with DVD player yeah. included. And the person I was dating at the time was like, don't do that because if one part breaks, yes. then you're stuck with that whole system. Yes. And that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Like I, like somebody very close to me just brought over some tahini that had garlic <gasps> in it already. Wow. It had garlic powder how in it. How does that go with your prunes? Well, it doesn't go with my prunes. It's just mocking me inside of my fridge <laughs> looking like I have tahini, but then I, I'm not going to dip a prune in that yet. Dip a And I feel that way a little bit about this, but I hear your point about... It maybe being okay for some savory things. But I just yeah. like, what if I was making like a stir fried tempeh and I wanted to have some caramelized mm. situation with soy sauce and maple syrup and then all of a sudden it tasted like pumpkin spice tempeh. I think this tempeh. would be so good. I think it's just a mental like um, little gymnastics activity where if you just undo the words pumpkin spice mm-hmm. and you just hear ginger, 
ginger, maple Okay, syrup. so like literally five spice, which, you know, is like sort of more in a savory application, is like star anise. Um, I forget all the five spices. Yeah. Chime in if you remember them. But I think there's like pepper and anise and all of these kind of like sweet, aromatic-y spices. And if it was that and maple and your soy, you'd be on it. This is just one step away. Okay, this is a mind trick I may have mentioned on the podcast before. But I used to work at the feminist bookstore that was across the street from Fresh Pot on Hawthorne. Okay. At the time, I was a vegan who wanted to eat a bagel every day (laughs) as one of my foods. And so I would go... I've since learned that that really gives me debilitating stomach cramps. But at the time, I was a little out of my body, so it was neither here nor there. But I would go across the street, and the only thing that they had for a vegan bagel was peanut butter. So if they were out of, like, sesame bagels or cinnamon raisin bagels, I felt like I was shit out of luck until the owner one day was like, I was like, all that's left is garlic. And he was like, (laughs) well, you know, like, if you think about it like peanut sauce. Really? Like Thai peanut sauce, then it's not weird. And so then I started getting a garlic bagel with peanut butter on See? it. So I'm doing a similar mind trick here. You just got a whoop, loop-de-loop. And if you're penny pincher and you're going to like gross out, the grocery outlet, yeah. or you're going to some other place post-pumpkin spice season, yeah. you're going to find a lot of stuff that's really cheap as pumpkin Snatch spice. Snatch it up. Snatch it up. So I, I think this is just a scrumptious delight. Is there anything you would not get that's pumpkin spice flavored? Oh, my God. Yeah, I have seen with my eyes. Oh, no, no, no. I thought it was going to be a hummus, but it's not. There's I've seen absolutely a, a pumpkin spice hummus that exists in the world. Actually, absolutely. you know what? I have seen it. And I saw cranberry walnut, and I've also seen chocolate, and have eaten chocolate, and I do enjoy the chocolate hummus. I know it's an abomination. <laughs> I know it's an abomination. Your credentials are getting curious, mm. curious stats <laughs> by the uh, listeners. I ate it anyway. Friend to the show, Nate, keeps sending me pictures of the grossest dessert hummuses that he can find. There's more than those? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'll show you after this. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> okay, so this pumpkin spice maple syrup, you're giving it a thumbs up. I'm giving it a thumbs up. I'm giving it a tentative thumbs up. It's wonderful. Scour all your discount grocery stores and, you know, just keep an open mind. Think um, peanut sauce bagel. It's by the Maple Guild. And the Califia cold brew, it is good. It's just very sweet. Tasting notes of sugar. Citrus. <laughs> um, vanilla. Vanilla, yeah. All right. Thanks, Morgan. Woo! Sagittarian Matters is produced by Chris Sutton with assistance by Ponyo Georges. Our theme music is composed by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs of the band Bouquet. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.